Welcome back, everybody. I'm Ben, and once again, you're here with The Undiluted Truth. It's Thursday, and we're here giving you another episode. Episode this time is titled, COVID Lies, Layers, Peeled Back by an Expert. And let's welcome in our host, Mike. And thank you, Ben. And yes, it's only an expert that can peel back proverbial lies. I like Mm -hmm. the way you did that. Uh, At first I thought, well, I'll never be able to peel anything back because I'm not an expert. Jack of all trades, master of none, maybe. But uh, anyway, it is good uh, to be here again. And it there is a lot going on in our world today. And I can tell you, Ben, the United States of America, as I once knew it, is fading fast. Mm, And something needs to be done and I can appreciate uh, Stu Peters, who that's where we're going to be pulling some of this information or, or probably all of it from uh, today, because I know how we roll. Uh, and those of you listening, first of all, welcome again uh, to the Undiluted Truth. And you so-called rock tumblers, we welcome you. Um, those of you who don't know, uh, well, maybe listen to a few other podcasts that we have. We yeah. we mention it there and Truth Seekers. But uh you know how we roll. We're going to be watching some clips here and highlighting Dr. Judy Mikovits. And he is going to give a, a brief introduction in her accreditations and so forth. But this is going to kind of roll back to the beginning of COVID-19 and her expertise right on up to date, I believe. So mm-hmm. we'll, there's no way we can get all the way through this, but this will be sort of round one, part one of, of many. So we don't want to take away from our valuable time to get the truth out. So yeah, I, I just wanted to say real quick that I hope uh, since we're doing a Stu Peters show again, that they, that the listeners enjoyed the last uh, couple that we released there uh, pertaining to the Stu Peters show. So I just, absolutely. To- and those were highlighting Dr. David Martin. Yes. Not yes. Dr. David Wright, correct, as, uh, correct. Uh, as as I had mentioned uh, at least <laughs> twice, I think. have no idea other than uh, Dr. David Martin, we apologize. It's just that you're always right. Maybe that was it. But uh, anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll make that correction up front. Yeah. Those were awesome. And uh, mm-hmm. thanks again uh, for those uh, that Stu and, and Dr. David Martin did. Absolutely. And so this one we're going to roll on with. Dr. Judy Mikovic, and before this is all over, you will find out why what she has to say is probably more important in certain things than any other expert that we could pull up. Wow. All right. So how about that? good. All right. We all set? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, let's roll. Dr. Judy Mikovic is standing by. And before we get to her, I want you to know that Dr. Mikovic earned her BA in chemistry from the University of Virginia in 1980, a PhD in biochemistry and molecular biology from George Washington University in 1992. In her 40 year quest to understand the causes, prevent and treat chronic diseases, she has authored seminal papers culminating at least a decade of research in each of four fields, immunology, natural products chemistry, epigenetics, and HIV AIDS drug development. I said HIV AIDS drug development because I want you to know that she knows Tony Fauci. She knows Tony Fauci personally. She knows what he's up to. She has knowledge 
that nobody else has. And that is why she's here. Many of the scientists and doctors opining on our current state of healthcare affairs, the ones that you see on the cable news outlets, the one that you see on the major broadcast networks, the ones that you hear on the radio, the ones that you see on podcasts, even similar to this, studied the findings of Dr. Judy Mikovits to come to their conclusions. In 2006, Dr. Mikovits co-founded and developed the first Neuroimmune Institute based on a systems biology approach. This this led to the landmark 2009 publication in Science of the Isolation and Characterization of a New Family of Human Disease-Associated Retroviruses. Dr. Mikovits has co-authored more than 50, that's five zero, peer-reviewed publications and book chapters. She holds patent of combination therapy for prostate cancer using botanical compositions and chemotherapy. Dr. Mikovits is a New York Times best-selling author of the book Plague of Corruption, Plague and the case against the masks and ending plague. That is the most important thing, the end. We will ask her today, how do we stop this? Can we stop this? Can the inoculated have an opportunity at a second chance if they're having jabber's remorse? What about this shedding, this transmission? Are you affected permanently if you are not jabbed and you're around those who have succumbed to the peer pressure or to the PSYOP or to the propaganda and they have gone and rolled up their sleeves? Can you be around them? Good question. Dr. Judy Mikovits' mm-hmm. heart and passion is to the focus on natural products, chemistry, and plant-based drug therapies. We will ask her about those. Her current focus is on medical cannabis with breakthroughs in understanding of the pathophysiology of neuroimmune, autoimmune diseases, and cancer as acquired endocannabinoid immune dysfunction. Dr. Mikovits, thank you so much for making the time for us today. We really do appreciate it. Well, great job, Stu, and I appreciate your patience and postponing a few days. Um, we actually were finishing, and I literally finished at 6 in the morning, the final edits of that last book, Ending Plague, because it talks about our 40-year experience and how we never have to go through another one of these pandemics because all the botanicals, all the plant treatments, the cannabis, the type 1 interferons, the natural therapies that combined with you know, even pharmaceutical drugs, low dose can heal all of this. And, and I appreciate the opportunity to come and talk about those solutions. Well, today. those writings are certainly more important than this program. So I want you to focus all of your attention there. I got it done. Uh, and we're just happy to have you. So first, I want to address COVID-19. Then we'll get into these injections and other treatments. So we'll kind of segment our talk chronologically and break it all down. I want to really understand as much as I can, and hopefully all of the viewers and listeners at the end of today's talk will understand a whole lot more of what it is that's really going on. So let's start with this. How did COVID-19 get here, and what is it really? Well, COVID-19 is not a virus. It's a disease. That's what COVID-19 means. The the authorities um, rapidly assigned SARS-CoV-2 that non-novel, it's not a novel coronavirus. And this is all the work of Dr. David Martin um, and, um, and, 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 and just the phylogenetics of the viruses. The reason they call it SARS coronavirus 2, COV2, um, is because it's highly 97% similar to the severe acute respiratory syndrome virus that also was actually um, manufactured or created in laboratories back in 2002 and three. So this is not a novel virus. And it 
and it got here, um, plain and simply, um, through laboratory sharing of infected monkey cell lines. It's also not a human virus. That means it's never been isolated from humans with the disease and characterized. That's that's why I left that in my in my um, CV in my in my resume because you have to isolate the virus from people with the disease. Everyone with the disease COVID had to have evidence of SARS-CoV-2 isolated, uh, sequenced at least. Well, we'll pause that briefly. And, uh, and pardon me for p- pausing that just so abruptly r- right there, but I didn't, uh, I didn't want her to continue going without this point. It is there again, let's emphasize that this is not novel mm. and it is something that was made in the lab. Now she mentioned something that you know we've heard for for quite some time back uh, about bats and 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 that contamination even right. being brought into the lab. Now she mentioned monkeys, yeah, uh, coming into this process through SARS, and we have to keep that in mind because she said yeah. this this is ninety seven percent like the. SARS, yeah, and that it and isn't a virus. It's what Ben? It's a disease. A disease. And I, I didn't. I didn't realize that SARS stood for severe acute respiratory, respiratory syndrome. Uh, yeah. So I mean, um, I didn't yeah. really understand that. So that was interesting to hear that based on what I know of quote this version. Always willing to 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 teach. Yeah, and yeah. and the other thing she mentioned was that even the first one was made up. Hmm. Yes, I didn't realize that yes. one either, because even some of the other videos that we've watched that I've at least mentioned, they didn't mention that. Um, I, I mean, and I'm going to mention frontline doctors. We've mentioned we've watched a video of, of theirs, and I don't believe they mentioned that it was. They mentioned that it's not novel that it's basically SARS too, but they didn't say that it was made up. At least the first one. So that was like, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, okay, that's kind of interesting there. Yeah, I think the, so. the the first place that I recall it being clearly said that we wouldn't have had SARS two until or, or, or it wouldn't have existed unless we didn't make it. Or right. I'm saying that is that too many unless we negatives. unless we did make it. Yeah, yeah, it, right, it, okay. it didn't exist until we made. It. Let's put it that way. It didn't right, exist okay. until it was made by us in a lab, and that came from Doctor David Martin. Right. Uh, so okay. that was the first time I had clearly heard that. So. Um, but just in that context, when Stu said that she knows him, she worked with Anthony Fauci. So in that context, as we move on here, just keep that in mind. She has worked in the lab side by side uh, with him. So okay. uh, with the, without further ado, let's roll here. Yeah. A few sequences and and shown to be transmittable to other humans and those other humans get those that disease called covid and that's not happened covid is actually not a disease at all it's a collection of symptoms um, that a number of environmental toxins and viruses like influenza can cause so what covid 19 actually was was a severe strain 
of influenza. Now, there were probably coronaviruses involved because every single flu shot, every single attenuated viral vaccine carries animal coronaviruses that are then injected, inoculated. Um, So this is not infection by spreading the way we've been lied to. It's infection by injection. So the shot, Uh, real quick, (laughs) real quick. Gotcha. I I beat Stu to the punch there, but it's infection by injection. It's, it's this, it's this animal virus. Now think about this. This is animal virus that is injected into you with mm-hmm. the vaccine plain and simple it's not transmissible it's, it's not being transmissible uh, trans transmitted by human beings it's everybody is getting the inoculation and by that they are getting an injection of an animal virus which is a little bit scary mm-hmm. i wonder how many people know this with informed consent or lack thereof how many people know oh by the way uh, when 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 we jab you, you could you could possibly get an animal virus. Right. Oh, can I get two animal viruses? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the more the merrier. How yeah, about three? yeah. I mean, you know, how many people know this? Right. You know? So I mean, like you brought up on your last, uh, well, maybe not the last one, but the one you did with uh, your wife Joanne. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought up that even to get like Advil or something like that, they have to list. I mean, even with food products, they have to list the ingredients, right? Yeah. Well, where's the ingredient list for the vaccine? Yeah. Shouldn't we not have access to that too? Well, uh, I mean, do they put that out? I mean, of course you know, not, you know. because they <laughs> are not telling you what's in it. Because after all, this is a trial, and there's a lot that can come from this. And Dr. Judy Mikovits gets to some of this later on. I don't know if we'll get to that part today, but she actually gets yeah. to that point okay. of what sort of trial this is with the human beings and what right. we can sort of expect. And I, I had one more question that just popped in my head, and maybe mm-hmm. we'll be answering this, but it's like if if all of this that we've been putting out is is true, like we're, we believe it is, um, it makes you wonder, like, okay, if there was never any, quote, actual virus, they made it up in the first place. And if everybody that got whatever they were claiming was COVID was really just normal flu or something else going around, but now because they pushed that, now the panic is, and now we're taking the vaccine and actually getting, now we're actually getting a virus that they, yes. I, yeah, I don't, yeah. those are just, those are the questions running those, around in my head right now. <laughs> those are absolutely great questions, and she gets to some of this here. Okay. Uh, uh, Excellent. And Excellent. I'm hoping we can get to it in this uh, session, in this episode. So yeah, here we go. Being called vaccines, if I'm hearing you right, are the reason for the real spread of this these symptoms. Correct. The flu vaccines in the beginning, and we were reporting in the beginning a paper that came out by a a researcher named Greg Wolf. It was a large, what's called a meta-analysis across thousands of people in the military who we all know are heavily vaccinated and required to get flu vaccines every year. And so those, what it showed, that January of 2020 paper showed that if you got a flu vaccine, you were 36% more likely to get a diagnosis of COVID and show evidence of a coronavirus. But again, 
it, that, you know, show me that virus was not was SARS-CoV-2 because those 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 studies have never proven that every time they say they isolated the virus, it was from a laboratory cell line that was that Vero, that monkey kidney cell line that contains many viruses, many bat viruses. And this is what why, um, you know, I can speak with authority because I did those cultures with bat tissues in the 90s at Fort Detrick with various strains of Ebola and tried to identify at a molecular level. That's my degree. After I got the PhD in 92, define at the molecular level the, the, the disease-causing strains versus the non-disease-causing strains. And those were the ones that created that inflammatory cytokine storm. And you can, and you can show now they're calling them variants, not strains, but there are dozens of variants. So yes, the thing that's, things that are in the case of the flu vaccines, those vaccines are spreading and shedding um, attenuated. They're weakened viruses, but if you have a weakened immune system, you will spread that weakened virus. And the sick, it can, what we call, recombine. It can go back and become a deadlier virus by combining with other viruses in that in that preparation. And there are many other viruses, even your own viruses that are activated because you're sick and you've turned on the flame, the inflammatory cytokine storm. So quickly, the first mention of a monkey and bat together of viruses that they're extracting from both of them Another important thing, I love it when she says, and I know I was there mm-hmm. doing these these tests and this research. So extremely important. Yeah. And and now we see that this all goes back to vaccines from years ago, not just this proposed so-called vaccine, which isn't a vaccine, but Right. These things were going on for 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 quite some time. Yeah. Well, so, she mentions back to the, I guess the 1990s, but mm-hmm. I I'm wondering if this goes back to the the swine flu thing that we had uh, brought out um in, and depending on what they were trying to do with that one because that one was propagated and released without any confirmed cases around the whole world. Exactly. And then the one lady that was being interviewed, um, maybe I'm getting it mixed up. You you would know, but there there was one lady that was talking about that um, if she had known that it was a military person that had gone out on a yes. run and come back, yes. she wouldn't have gotten a vaccine. Yeah, and I'm only correlating that because she's she's mentioning here that it starts with the military because the they have to be they're required to be vaccinated, and so I'm like. That's yeah. exactly right. Like, oh, yeah, and just just think of the repercussions that could take place there, and some yeah. of the some of the evil intentions that could take place by vaccinating our own military. Yeah, and absolutely. what what this could lead up to. So, uh, very good stuff here. Let's uh, let's continue. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to these shots, this inoculation that's being called vaccines, coming up in a few minutes. Going back to the original, remember back in January when it was all over our legacy news, so-called state-controlled media is what they are, they're propagandists, that this thing was breaking out in China. It was going into Europe. It was starting to spread. 
uh, the panic started to be instilled. I immediately pointed it out. And I said, they're going to politicize the heck out of this thing with the upcoming elections. There's no question about it. Nancy Pelosi is going to run with this. It was proven to be true. Uh, Anthony Fauci immediately began opining on this stuff. And if you remember uh, the way the chronological events is that, you know, he was warning people originally saying, hey, we don't need to wear masks. He has since gone full blown mask on this thing. I think he's wearing five or six thousand of them on his lying face right now. Um, But the speculation that this came out of this Wuhan lab that Fauci invested in, um, that he invested taxpayer dollars in the NIH funds this lab. We were called tinfoil hats. That is now proven true. What hand being that you have interactions with this man i mean throughout your professional career you have had dealings with anthony fauci whether personal or not i'm not quite sure but you were deeply involved with the hiv aids deal so can you unequivocally say that fauci is behind this covid19 fear control of virus yes i can and i've supported that with data in in you know across all all of our books and and our book ending plague which should come out in a month or so um, will will provide even more evidence that it goes all the way back to the AIDS epidemic and when he first took control of the NIAID in 1984. So he thought this up or stole it or hijacked it, and he's like a kid on the playground with a squirt gun, ineffective albeit, running around intentionally trying to get people infected. Uh, correct. And remember, it's not an it. There are dozens of variants in those cell lines. Those, there are dozens of variants. There are dozens of viruses um, in every flu shot There's, there, and, and um, sequences. So it's easy for them to recombine. So it- well, let's, I'm just going to pause right here oh, and, wow. and just basically what she said. Just take what she just said on the variants. Mm-hmm. There are dozens of variants in every vaccine. Yeah. But she she didn't say COVID vaccine. She said flu vaccine. Yeah, flu vaccine. Let's yeah. be clear on that. That's what she said. Yeah, and you call them. See, you know, they're calling them variants today, and 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 this is where the the media gets slick. And you say media or, or these these people that are trying to pull the wool over our eyes. They're, they're variants today, but they were calling them strands back then. Different There's dozens strains. and dozens of strands. Strain. You know, yeah. which. They're they're in there, and 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 these guys all knew. She knew, you know, mm-hmm. which is all part of it. And that's why think about it now. They don't have to look. All they need to do is go. Okay, when do you guys want to start talking about these variants? And just pick a time, because they're already in here. Right. All they have to do is go. Right. Well, which one of these uh, forty strands or variants do you want to pull out and, and say this one's dangerous? And that's what we're hearing about today. We're hearing people say, hey, you know, these variants are really going to be hard on the kids. We got to we got to get masks on all the kids. We really it's this is this is all just well, just made up, mm-hmm. you know, not not the variants are made up, but right. the severity of them. These are just part of what they've been doing. And I guess the 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 big uh, uh I guess cover up or attempted cover up is that the variants are coming from this so-called virus, but the variants are coming from the shot. Yeah. Yeah. They're already in there. That's the craziest part. Yeah. Yeah. 
So so go wow. figure. You know, so it's almost like the whole plan is already in the shot and has been. You know, they've had enough time to to work all of this stuff out and coordinate it and 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 put it into play. It, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah. So, all right. More from Dr. Judy Mikovit. It's not an it. And yes, all of the data, he's been doing this. This is the all important Fauci dossier um, that David Martin compiled um, and released. You, um, I can send you a copy of it for the notes of this show. Um, but it's very important. He's been doing this since at least the early 2000s, planning step by step. Remember, I said SARS and MERS, the Middle East respiratory syndrome virus. These were also lab evolved, if you will, not lab created, you know, but we were told it came from a seafood market in um, in China. Um, I'm just not sure how bats get into seafood markets, but just the same. Um, these, you know, these these viruses spread. Um, they must live in a living host. And, and these are cell lines, the, the manufacturing facilities, the manufacturing plants is, a, you know, plants as in it, um, the like a manufacturing plant and um, uh, it's a it's a you grow up a cell line that you will grow in a two millimeter vial that is cryo frozen preserved at minus 70 and you and those cells they're like two million cells per vial up to like even 10 billion cells per vial and then you grow them in a fermenter in in a media that also contains cow blood or horse blood in some cases not necessarily Necessarily with the coronaviruses, you grow them up in large fermenters. So there you have cow viruses. We some of those vaccines like J and J are grown in aborted fetal tissue cell lines, some called WI38. The one for the COVID vaccines is um, the PER cell line that came from in 1985. So that cell line's been used in the lab to culture various viruses and study um, disease. And every time you want to grow those viruses, you grow them in the cell line. So they are right in 2015 in that nature paper that I first discussed on Joshua Phillips' Epoch Times show, April 8th of 2020, right there in the material methods of the paper, it shows um, that the cell line came from Fort Detrick's USAMRID, U.S. Army Research Institute of Infectious Disease, biosafety level four facility, and it was shipped to Wuhan, China, and paid for by Tony Fauci. When in Okay, that's enough connections right there, I think. What, I shouldn't say enough, but that's, it may be enough uh, uh, for me and you, but maybe not enough for some. But what a mouthful that was. Yeah. Wow. And just think of what you're being injected with and had been for, for quite some, some time now with, yeah. with animal blood and viruses and then of course the j and j she mentioned you know aborted mm -hmm. fetal uh, uh yeah material of of sorts and that is you know the when you when you think of the just the the absolute uh uh i don't i don't know i i, I think about <laughs> the intention of all of this, the not 
for your own good intention, the, the evil intention, what else could they be could they be doing? Yeah. By doing this and injecting, and then on top of that, no one really knows, and they're not. You know, I say no one. When you go get these things, they're not. You're not being told any of this stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So There's, here, it's good for you. Take it. Yeah, yeah. And you say what's in it, and they can't tell you everything because you don't know, and more of that is to come. But uh, and. I just sometimes you just you know as as you can tell I'm trying to find the right words yeah, to say well, that yeah. to describe <laughs> these people and it's so rare that it's it's hard to think that these people would be this this daring or 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 this sinister maybe that's probably the word to use uh mm. but don't forget she has been right there with with this man Dr. Yeah. Fauci, for many years, going all the way back to the 80s. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me tell you, this is, uh, this is getting either better or worse or both. I mean, um, yeah. but I, I hope what we're bringing here to our listeners is truth that you can validate and and there yes. there's a lot of validation on there there's a mm-hmm. there's a couple of um that we will we will put up on I, maybe we should put her book that she mentioned is going to be out and I think it as we speak it may be out uh in okay. I think it is uh, okay. uh ending uh ending pandemic or I don't want to speak but it, it it will uh we'll we'll put a link to that or just put the name of the book out there so right uh anyway okay. Well, un- I say unfortunately, but I mean, time flies when uh, when you're you're just turning rock over after rock. Yeah. So, all right. Well, folks, thanks, thanks for joining us again. Uh, I hope this is not too heavy for you because sometimes it gets too heavy for us. But uh, Ben, just as we part before we bid our uh, listeners, farewell. Let's have a brief word of prayer, and we'll close up again. Okay. The Father in heaven, Lord, uh, we ask for your spirit to comfort us, to give us strength, to give us discernment, and once again, uh, be with each and every one out there listening. Um, we pray for a desire to hunger and thirst for your righteousness, and that we will all find the truth that we're seeking for, uh, that lives will be saved. We thank you again for this, uh, indeed, this opportunity and this gift of being able to share this information with uh, all of those out there that are listening. Thanks again, and Lord, uh, we pray that all of our motives and intent of thought be pure. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 